This is episode eight of Trill Talk with Sam. This is a really special episode. For me, it is, if anything. I get the opportunity to have a session with one of my favorite artists out the South. The Project Pet. And I'm nervous. <laughs> What's going on? I'm super nervous. Um, like I told you via text when we were setting this up. I'm shaking. But it's cool. I'm going to get through it. We're going to get through it. But thank you for coming on. You ain't got to be nervous. Okay. I'm going to try not to be. <laughs> no, nah, don't be nervous. All right. So getting right to it. I don't have too many questions for you, honestly. Um, again, I just wanted the opportunity to have a quick session with you. So I'm not going to take up all your time. But to get started with the first question, how did you get started with 3-6? What was that that turning point for you? We all started. Uh, Paul was a hot DJ in the city. He from the south side of the city. And then Juicy was like hot on the north side. And then um, that's how we, you know, Jay got met, had met Paul at a um, club and whatever. And they got cool and they started doing some stuff together. And then that's how we all got plugged in with each other. And yeah, like I, I, I knew that you guys were brothers and I'm pretty sure it's, it's, it's lots of people that have relatives or siblings that they work with in the music industry. But one thing I feel like that sets you two apart, or at least something that I feel that I really like about you is you've been putting out music and collaborating together for the past 20 plus years consistently. And it's always a hit. It's always something that sells. So that says a lot. And that really speaks on the true talent that you both have. So that's what's up. I like that. Wait, where, are you, where, where are you from? I'm from Virginia. Petersburg, to be exact. Shout out to the bird. Okay, okay, that's right. Okay, VA. So going into my next question. How do you feel about the music scene in Memphis now? So the new artists that are on the rise. So Dolph, Key Glock, Money Bag Hill, um, Pooh Shiesty, Big 30. What do you think? Duke Deuce. I know you collaborated with him, Dolph, and Key Glock. I don't know about the rest, but I've, I've seen you collaborate with half of the people I named. So obviously you have some good thoughts on up and coming artists coming out of your city. So, you know, what's your insight on it? Yeah, Memphis artist Memphis artists are really popping right now and you know it's good for them because like, you know, it's just good for the city. It's good for a lot of young dudes. And um one thing about it, man, Memphis has always had talent, you know, and um, you know, one thing about us too there's not like a lot of opportunity down here. Like this is in LA, you know what I'm saying? Like we don't have like a bunch of acting schools and musical schools and, you know, tap dance like they can do up in New York and all that. So we don't get that our way. But you know, they look at their TV and you, you, like, you know, you don't see the Bentleys and the drop top, you see them now. But you know, Memphis dudes, when, when, when we was coming up, you know, like we see this stuff on the TV. So we just look at it like, man, you know, it, 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 it could never come our way. So when we see an opportunity to be able to touch a million dollars, well, we're going to take that opportunity. 
And you know, Memphis always been a street. You know, we 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 you know ninety nine point nine percent us, and it's always been street. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it's it's of course it's other cultures here. It's a lot of culture here, whatever. But it's a lot of southern. It's 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 ninety nine point nine percent black southern culture because Memphis always been a black city, always. So you know, it's like. You know, we we a blue collar city. You know what I'm saying? We kind of like a, I don't know, like a down south Detroit or something. Uh, you know, because we we are it's a black city. Right. You know, I I we be like I may a um he a good you know I may a good guy. You know, he's not a African American whatever. But we always had a black mayor ever since I was a kid. And we just recently got a mayor that was uh you know. He's not, you know, African-American, whatever. He's a good man, though. Very good. And um, um, Memphis is one of them cities, like, like, you know, like, it's just hood. Like, it's just straight street. Like, it's not, you know, it's not the size of Chicago, but it, 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 it's like a little bit bigger, like about the same size of Dallas or something like that. Like, you could say about the same size of Dallas, like, or maybe a little bit smaller in Dallas. But it's not no, you know, like we don't know nothing but what we know, you know. Like we don't like like Memphis, like a lot of places in the South are not the same. So we got our own swag. You know, like we don't we don't move like Miami. We don't move like Dallas people or Texas or I mean nothing wrong with how they move. We we just move different, you know. We don't like New Orleans, you know what I'm saying? Memphis ain't like now. Like we got out now, and, and you know we we if 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 this was eighteen hundreds, we would be considered the dudes in the field. Like we the field dudes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we not, you know, like and we and, and I mean that's just how we is. And like once we see an opportunity to get our hands on some real money, we're gonna take it. And you know, Memphis dudes, you know we 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 say uh um. We say back in the days uh, about hook or about crook, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we're going to get it regardless, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, I mean, that's just how we is. Like, and I'm not, you know, of course I'm not glorifying no wrong, but like, that's how you, you, you'll catch a Memphis dude. Like, right now, it, it's plenty of Memphis dudes in LA, but we don't live there. And uh, we ain't, we, 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 you know, they trying to, you know, move and groove, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, they, because, you know, once we know where it's coming from, we going, like, and we don't care, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, this is how we is. Like, Memphis dudes, not we're not afraid of of to go get some paper. Like, whatever city is in, if it's coming out of New York, if it's coming out of Chicago, you're gonna catch us there because if that's where it's at, that's where we going. And you know, and, and, and me saying that, you know, once people seen an opportunity with the rap game, the younger dudes now, are oh, they gonna snatch that? And, 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 you know, I'm going to say this, too. Like, one thing about the South in the rap game, um, I had an interview with some guys out of New York and Jersey, and I told them, I said, man, the South ain't going to never get a game up to nobody, and we're going to keep the game because, first and foremost, we always make club music. You know, you, when you got them booties moving in the club, you're going to always get you some money. Right. You know, and that that's one thing. One thing about us, especially Memphis, I mean – we ain't, that's what we got to have it. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, it's like, it's like far as the game in the South, well, one thing about it is, you know, 
you know, New York could have had the game a little longer, I think, if they would have let surrounding towns around them get on. But they didn't do that. You know what I'm saying? They doing it now. You know, they let, you know, guys out of Buffalo, they, they, let, them, they let them spread their wings now. But see, the thing is, you should have done that years ago. Everything in New York was boroughs. But see, down south, you could be from Buru, Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? If, if you talking about what we want to hear and, and, the, and, and the club shaking, guess what? Oh, you finna be a millionaire. And see, the thing about down south, it's a lot of towns down here. Plenty. So guess what? Everybody got to get their shot. And we ain't tripping. We ain't going to boo you off stage. No. Nah, we're going to come to your show and support you. And now, 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 people say, oh, man, it's a lot of support down south. Well, what it is about down south is we hustlers. And we do business. See, we don't, we don't, we ain't got time for discriminating about neighborhoods and all that when it's a real bag on tape. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, it's a real bag on tape. It's millions of dollars. And guess what? And you ain't got to be from down south. We work with you, too. We don't care. Yeah, we don't care. Because it's money on the tape. See, one thing about us, like, that's why, like, like, the trap, the trap scene and all that, down south was always getting the money. Everybody, you know, like, I got homeboys in D.C. They told me. They said the sack was in Virginia. That's what they told me. They told me the, the money was, they said, man, so you got to come down south to make it move and groove. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why it's like that is because southern people, we know how to talk and deal with Colombians and cartel. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Yeah. Like, like, I ain't trying yeah. to be funny. Like, like, we know how to do business. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, we're not tripping on you coming to our house and all that. Because, see, we we understand that. We understand that part of it. Like, if it's this much money, we got to be all the way in with it. Because if not, and, you know, a Southern dude, he's stubborn. So once he get the hand on the bread, he ain't going nowhere. And, see, people don't understand, but plugs like stuff like that. They like that. Now, I'm not glorifying no wrong. I think, man, you should get you a job, work you somewhere. Give your life to Christ what you need to do. But I'm just spitting real facts. Like, I'm telling you, that's why the trap scene came so strong down south. Once it hit down south, it was over with. And it was over because, I mean, and then it's like, it's like people like come down south. They come down, you know, Memphis, of course, because Memphis a hub on some, on some drugs. Been there forever. So, when you get to doing business with a Memphis dude, a dude from up north, he's like, man, them dudes down there move smooth. Yeah. Because there's money involved. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's the idea with the rap game. See, a lot of the, a lot of guys, and the, now the sad part about down south that I that I, I, I hate, and I'm I'm a product of it myself, so I'm not going to be hypocritical. People ask me about, you know, how the young dudes be shooting and stuff. And now I got caught with a gun back in the days myself. So, you know, I understand, you know what I'm saying? It just that, man, when you start getting that money, you start moving fast, you just ain't thinking. Like, I mean, you is thinking, but you ain't thinking, you know? And it's like, you're not, when I say thinking, I'm saying you're not thinking about the opportunity that you, you know, two, three million dollars can put in your, making your life. Like, it ain't just rap, you know, like, you know, real estate, you know, you got, you got a lot of opportunity. You can open up, get by your McDonald's, you know, you got, you got a lot of opportunity. You know what I'm saying? And that's just one of the things that um that I see that go on now, because you know, a lot of dudes now be sad, man. They go to jail for a long time, get killed. And it's like, man, dude, you got in the game, like, like, he ain't even have a chance. And that's sad. But you know, 
thing is, I tell you about that, like, you know, when you coming in the game, you already got 40 dudes with 40 sticks ready to kill for you, and you didn't have no money. What you think you get when you get some money? That's a lot of power, man. That's a lot of power. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of power, man. You know what I'm saying? And then when a person get that kind of power, man, you know, it just, I ain't saying go to their head. It just, you know, it's a lot of power, period. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot of power. But, you know, I mean, hey, man, like I said, everybody need to get their life in Christ. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, it's a lot of opportunity out here. And, and you can't, you know, especially, you know, like I said, man, it's sad because a lot of dudes be going to jail. You know, a lot of dudes be getting, man, indicted by the feds. And it's like, man, like the opportunity is so vast when you got your hands on three, four million dollars, like, you can flip that to some billions, like literally your whole, you can support your whole family with $3 million, two, $3 million. Cause you, if you put it invested right in different places, the real estate is super easy. And one of the first people I always scream real estate. And I know they do get it. Why not? Cause everybody got to live somewhere. Like, it's just like saying, uh, in taking a hundred thousand dollars and invested in Coca-Cola stock. Like that ain't really going down. That's going to go up. Like it ain't going nowhere. Like Apple, Apple, every time they come up with a new phone, just take two, three hundred thousand, invest in Apple, and you're straight. Like, I mean, some something, Nike, you know, anytime the Jordans, I mean, I'm just saying anything that you know that's up, the stocks may be high, but if you got a hundred thousand dollars, two hundred thousand dollars, you winning. Like, you can't lose. And that's how, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you can't lose if you invest in something that's solid. Like, you ain't got, like, people be talking about, man, invest your money in this and that. Now, you can take chances on certain stuff. Okay, if that's what you want to do, but first, get you some money. And when you get you some money, get you two, three hundred thousand dollars, get you three hundred thousand dollars invested in, in Apple. You can't lose. Apple ain't going nowhere. They always come up with a watch, they always coming out with a phone. Next thing you know, Apple will be having, I mean, Apple probably already got their hands in this. They'll be coming out with robotic stuff and you know what I'm saying? Like if they ain't already doing it, at drones, all that. And then next thing you know, your money's just gonna go up, 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 up. And the stock's just gonna rise because it's Apple. Now I ain't saying it can't crash. But I'm saying, like, if you get an opportunity as a rapper to make money like that, like, man, you can't lose. Like, I'm just being real. You can't lose. Like, and then, like, a lot of dudes, too, like, I'm a victim of this myself. You, they don't let this street stuff go. And, you know, the thing is, you know, you have to understand something. You're still who you are if you got two, three million dollars. If you got two, three million dollars and you came from, um, What's North Petersburg? What's the hood over there? West, East, it's all over. Petersburg, Petersburg, Petersburg. I'm from Petersburg, Virginia. Okay. Say I'm from Petersburg, then the gutter is gutter is part. And I, I'm somebody, somebody give me $10 million. I'm still that same dude. But the thing is, I don't have to prove this as a as an artist to the world that I'm some kind of, you know, hood person. Like, I'm a rich. Like, who cares? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like who cares? And like it, like you know, like it's just like, like I like, like I'm gonna say this right. Quick. I always talk about this. This is my guy. I miss Wale, you know. And hopefully, he sees a lot of the interviews I do because I miss Wale like a hundred million percent. I always mention his name because it's always stuck with me. This one thing he had, a, he had said in the rap. He said he never sold drugs, but he knew plenty of people that did. And I sat there and I said, man, I see dude making money. He ain't up here lying or trying to falsify who he is. But that don't mean he ain't no man. It don't mean he can't get no gun to defend himself, blow one of you suckers' heads off y'all trying, you know what I'm saying? 
I'm gonna respect him as a man. I ain't gonna sit up here because he ain't sold drugs, but he, man, he ain't no street dude. That don't mean he ain't from the hood and he ain't no real man. And, and to be a street dude label is cool if that's what you is, but if that's not what you is, that don't mean you still can't make you no money, B. And ain't nobody gonna respect you because you ain't no street like who, Man, who does that? I got a cousin who ain't never been in the street. I bet you ain't gonna play with him. He gonna kill you. And so, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like I know plenty of people ain't been in the street. They mean. You know what I'm saying? You gonna respect a man. And all these old street tops and throwing these signs, that's fine. You do what you do. Hey, ain't nobody knocking that. But you gonna respect a man. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and if you and if and if you're in the street and you have not been taught that you respect a man, because see, before you throw up a gang sign, before you sell some dope, you're supposed to be a man. As we say in Memphis, I'm a man for anything. Uh, you a man for anything. So if you a man for anything, then that means you're gonna respect a man whether he is uh, toting a gun or toting a briefcase, going to work with a towel, that's a man. You're going to respect a man. Because if you ain't, a man going to deal with you. And all this old, I'm this and throwing that, that ain't going to save you when you're dealing with a man and you a boy. Because see, a boy can throw a sign up and hold a stick. He's still a boy. Uh, I done been around plenty of them. And, and people, as people see in this interview, they've been around plenty of them. Yeah. Hey, man, you got puppies out here holding sticks, you know what I'm saying? But it's cool. I mean, I'm going to respect him as a man. You know, he's a young puppy coming up. That's fine. Young pit bull. I ain't going to get in your mixing, and I ain't going to get in your business. But at the same time, you know, an OG that's around these young puppies should tell them, you know, because see, what happens is dudes get something out on missions, and when they get something out on missions, they see a dude with their necktie on their briefcase and he's really dangerous if you play with him because he's a man. So you ask, oh, don't mess with bro. He a man. But see, ain't nobody telling them that. They just making them think it's all good because of what they represent and the stick. And see, that's a false sense of security. And that's going out here blind. And that's why, you know, like in Memphis one time, it was a guy, he run up on a car, he trying to carjack. Well, it was a man in the car with a gal. He saw the gal, he didn't see the man. The man was in the patent seat with the thing raised back. Regular guy, working job. He wasn't no street dude. Far as I, far as what they were saying, he went home on this. Dude, get to go, get to run up on the girl. The girl do is right here and lean back. Dude, raise up with the pistol, hit him, pop, pop, popped him twice. He done dropped his gun all up under the car. He all up under the car trying to get away. Dude went up under the car. A man, pop, pop, and murdered him. He dead. Well, he didn't murder him. He killed him. So when the police came, they everybody seen like, man, dude tried to rob him. Dude didn't do a day. The dude who killed him didn't do a day. And he's a regular dude, work a job. Well, that's what I'm saying. You dealing with a man. But see, ain't nobody telling these dudes like, hey, man, you got to be peeping like what you doing. Like you don't just, just try something. You don't know what's going on. You got to peep, man. This dude here, this a man. I ain't finna just be playing. I got to, oh, if you're going to do it, do it. You know how to do it the right way because you ain't doing it right. You know what I'm saying? But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, people don't be, like, telling dudes, like, you know what I'm saying, man, you a man for you anything. You know what I'm saying? And that's just the truth. So, and then it's like this. Once you get money and you a rapper, hey, man, look, man, you you still who you is from the neighborhood. And if the neighborhood starts talking like this, that's just people that's ignorant. You don't deal with people that's ignorant. I mean, I dealt with people that was ignorant when I was in the neighborhood and didn't have no money. But what do I care about somebody slow talking about me and I'm rich? I don't care about what, what are you talking about? You can't even buy a wind that's four for four or five for five. And you sitting up here trying to talk to something about me. Like, and, this, and this is what I'm saying. Like, you pull up, you got a new uh, Bentley. 
And then they say, oh, man, I would have got, you, you got a black, oh, I would have got a white. No, you wouldn't have got nothing because you can't even buy, you ain't got a car. You ain't got a Honda. You ain't got a Toyota. That part. You ain't your get. you and your get catching the train and catching the bus. This is you talking about. Shut up. Like, you ain't have, your opinion don't matter. See, hey. like that. <laughs> but see, somebody like that, you can't even get mad at. You can't get mad at them. Because they slow. You can't get mad at somebody that's slow. And that's another thing, too. Like, a lot of dudes, they had chips on their shoulders. You got to get it off your shoulder when you got millions of dollars, bro. Can't nobody. Like, you, you shouldn't have no chips on your shoulder. It, it, it ain't about showing that. Who cares? Like, I, I, like, I could be having a regular T-shirt. I got a regular T-shirt on, a regular hat, and, and, and be sitting on 10 million. But, I mean, my thing is, what I'm going to tell you for and show you, I'm not trying to, like, like it's not, like, the Tupac said in a, in a rap, a lot of people, you know, Tupac's older artists, a lot of people don't know about Tupac. Tupac said, you don't be caught flossing on a broke man's dreams. You don't be riding around the neighborhood, man, messing with these dudes, girls, and you got millions of dollars. I mean, you know, I, 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 I get it. You know, you trying to, you know, stun on the girl who didn't talk back in the day and all that, but she'll see you on the ground, man. Like, you don't need to be out there like that because, see, you making other dudes mad. You, 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 you drawing attention to yourself. And it ain't no sense in it because, I mean, everybody know in neighborhood when somebody make it. Somebody come out of Petersburg and they sitting on 10 million and they, they a rapper, everybody's going to know it. Yeah. So why would he come back and, and try to stun on them? Everybody, you already did that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, like, you know, I'm just saying, like, like once you get that opportunity to get that money like that, you know, you got to talk to somebody that's, that's smart. You know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, and I know a lot of dudes, you know, they got mob obligations. When I say that, you know, when you're in the mob, you got to, you know, you got to pay the mob. You know, so you got mob obligations. That's your business. You know what I'm saying? Take care of your business. If that's what you're doing, that's what you're doing. But at the same time, like, you know, get with somebody that, you know, that knows something about some business or knows something about doing something. You can order, open up something in the neighborhood or something if that's what you want to do, and there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know what I'm saying? Try to get your McDonald's or something or, you know, something that your kids' kids can eat off of, you know, because you got the opportunity, you know? And, and, and I'm just going to be real, like, you know, I'm not going to say I'm a minority because you, what, you, what you speak is powerful and all black men should never call themselves a minority. I like that. Never do that. I like that. Don't never call yourself a minority because if you call yourself a minority, then that's what you're going to be because what you're speaking is what you is. If you'll say, I'm, I'm a failure, you're a failure. If you say, I'm nothing, you're nothing. You need to start, don't talk like that because that's our program. Now, you know, I, people like to say where the program came from. I'm going to say it came from the devil because the devil always trying to bring everybody down. I don't care what color you is. Right. These type of uh, 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 opportunities don't come around the corner for people all the time. <laughs> Let me say that. You know, you don't get no opportunity to just be no multi-millionaire. I mean, I'm just saying, I, I know some, some young rap dudes right now in Memphis, they're young. I know them personally. They just got, like, nice piece of change from somebody, like, both of them, nice. And they ain't, they just turned 19. And I had to explain to them, like, hey, man, like, you know, I'm like they big brother. Like I say, hey man, uh, this type of money don't come around to you, <laughs> to you. 
on a just like, oh, this happens every day. This don't happen like that. So when you got a when you got life change, I call it a life changing check. You know what I'm saying? When you get to a life changing check, man, hey man, you got to first and foremost, I would suggest you thank God. <laughs> I would suggest you thank God. You know what I'm saying? I would suggest uh, you know, I'm a tither. I suggest you pay your tithes and offers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I also, but I really suggest too that you get with somebody that knows something about, you know, a business or pray about a business or something. Don't just go out here and get to spending money because it's like that money don't that don't happen like that. You know what I'm saying? And always buy something that's worth something. I suggest, you know, if a dude just getting the money he don't know, go buy you a go buy you a real nice house in a real nice neighborhood because that holds value. You know, buy your mama a house or something like that. Houses hold value. If you want to get a car, I I I mean I, I wouldn't buy no car flat out. I I, I lease a car. Like I'm just gonna keep it real, lease the car. Yeah, at least that don't. Yeah, yeah at least that cause yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, a car, a car. You can you lease a car. You can always get a new one in three years and flip. You know, cars green. Like you don't want no man. I gotta pay. I used to think like that. Worst investments I ever made in my life. Flat out paying for cars. Every time I flat out bought houses, it was good. But flat out paying for cars is worst investment in the world. Like a car is garbage, and a car is nothing. And you can always get a car. Like lease a car, man. Don't never flat out pay for no car. Don't think you're doing something because you got to pay for a car. You ain't doing nothing. Yes. You just wasted your money. Yes. Yeah, that's the most. That's how, and that's how people like, period. And I mean, any race of people, anybody who flat out pays for a car, you just wasted your money. And any any person that's a multi-millionaire will tell you that it's a waste of, it's a waste of money. And man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you something else too. Don't go to jail. All that old, all that old rappers going to jail, like, bro, listen to me. Every rapper that's in jail right now, I promise you, they wish to God they whatever they did, they didn't do it. Because it's like, it's like, it's like, I'm, I'm gonna show you. Unless your life is threatened and you got to pull it and shoot, then that's what you do. But anything, anything that uh, comes about out here in this world that um, that can be resolved. Without just that, see a lot of times, man. You know, and I mean, I can't say because on people cases because I don't know their cases, but a lot of times, man, it just be anger. Like you know, I don't want somebody dead too, and I'm right there on the spot. I'm sitting there like, ah, shoot. <laughs> but you can't do that though. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't do that. Like, like you gotta learn to control yourself, man, and not get so caught up in the I'm somebody. Because that's selfishness. You don't want to get so caught up in selfishness that you end up committing murders and shooting on people and you not thinking before you reacting. And that's just, that's going to kill your whole situation. And, you know, and I mean, you know, if you in the drug game and you starting to get in the rap game, man, I dropped the drugs because I missed way more money and opportunity in the game, in the rap game. You can... You know, and if you ain't even popping, you could sign you some artists. I mean, it, it, I mean, it just, it just don't go to jail. You know what I'm saying? I always tell people that, like, I mean, whatever you do, man, don't go to jail. Because, see, when you go to jail, man, it's going to set you back. You know what I'm saying? It's going to set you back. It's going to set you back, and it can knock you off. You know what I'm saying? It can knock you off. It's according to what you're doing, what time you get. And you don't want that. Mm-mm, no. You don't want that. You don't want them Instagram models that you messing around with to be uh, free of you because they services must still be uh, supplied. So 
somebody going to take care of her. <laughs> and I mean, you know, and, and you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm, my thing to the women is, hey, man, some of them girls really like some of them dudes, but they can't just sit around. I mean, you can't, you can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't, you know, a person can't hold her back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, she human too, you know what I'm saying? Every time I went to jail, I always told mine, hey, baby, you got to live your life because I'm here, here, you and there, you know. And when we get back out, I, you know, we can link whatever. But, you know, I ain't going to hold you back from living your life because if it was vice versa, I'm being honest. I'm living mine. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I mean, you know, I know how it be because I had a girl one time, a long time ago, she went to jail. And I, I had seen the reverse role of, oh, I see how it be now. Because I was really missing her. Like, I, and I messed up with a girl. Other good, but I ain't like them though. Like I really wanted Slim. Like it was crazy, man. <laughs> I experienced it at the reverse role when she went to jail. <laughs> so I know how girls feel. Like girls really be on it. It's like, it, like, it, like it gave me a and listen so crazy after that. Later on, I went back to jail. So it was like, I was like, man, you know what? I'm really, really cool this time because I know how it is. Like, like girls really be wanting that dude that went to jail. They really be wanting him. But it's like, you know, they got their needs. I mean, you know. That's true. You know, you know, you know, it's so crazy, man. Hey, I I, I miss a VA though. VA, y'all, y'all, y'all smooth though. I miss a VA. Cause like to be honest, I'm married now. <laughs> but it was a girl I used to talk to stayed in VA and uh we a long time ago, we was getting real close. But uh it just didn't work out. But I mean it wasn't a bad workout, it just didn't work out. But uh she was real though, I had to admit she was real. She real. And VA, man, y'all, uh, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all be popping down there. VA be, be popping. Be popping the VA. Oh, yeah, VA, we popping. <laughs> oh, yeah, VA popping, man. And VA, you know, VA one of the first places, too, that all you know them slaves and black folks were coming. That's why VA so VA got a lot of black folks. A lot of black folks in VA. VA black, yeah. Yeah, because y'all, the beginning, like, the first ones came was in VA. First black people was in VA, yeah. For real, that was recorded. It was in VA. I don't know if people know that or not. <laughs> I heard a preacher dude, a black preacher from Louisiana said this. He said that the only thing that's dealing with the race thing is that we, we people, all people of the world, color everywhere, we accept the label that was put on us. And it's like, at the end of the day, you a woman. And somebody said, well, she a black woman. Well, She's still a woman, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, it's like, so you shouldn't be no more inferior to no other woman, regardless of what background she come from. You see what I'm saying? You beautiful because you beautiful. You got your own culture. We got different ways we grew up. But it, I mean, you know, at the same time, you still a woman. So, you know, that's irrelevant. Now, yeah, you move a little different because of where how you was raised. You see what I'm saying? But it's just like this. Watch this. If you and me was raised in Japan, we'd be speaking Japanese. We'd be eating right. We, we, and see, the thing is, like, we would really be Japanese. But see, somebody say, like, no, you black. Yeah, I feel that if you want to look at the race, skin color, the pigmentation, but we would be so Japanese that we would be arguing people that we wouldn't what they calling us. You see what I'm saying? And then you think, what if nobody, if you take the word race out the whole situation, 
Then we just people. See, it's, it's somebody brought that word in, it wasn't number the devil, and it's division. And if you can divide something up, then you can call some better. It's called some not better. It's like, you bad, you good. I'm better, you not. You can stop pointing fingers, but if you didn't have no word race in there, then you wouldn't have that. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You wouldn't even have that. And you know, it, it, it'll take a lot of reprogramming. You see what I'm saying? It take a lot of reprogramming. And then the thing would be this. Then it would be this. Then it would be, uh, it would just be culture. But the thing is, like, I mean, I mean, I like Japanese food. I like sushi. You know what I'm saying? So I get, I can't say I don't like their culture because I eat the food. You see what I'm saying? You know, and we know the food we make, everybody eat that. <laughs> So you can't say you don't like the culture. You know what I'm saying? You can never say that. But like I said, man, it just, it's going to take some deep programming. But like I said, a person that's considered a minority, never call yourself a minority. No, because see, what you're saying is what you is. And you'll be thinking, well, they this and they that. You'll be making a situation more worse because you're thinking. Now, I'm not saying that you, you, when you get stopped by the police, you don't put your hands on steering wheel. <laughs> I'm not saying don't act like it ain't what it is because we live in this world. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I can't, I can't deny what's real. You know, what's real is what's real. But, um, you know, we just got a man, you know, I, I, I say don't call yourself a minority because you're a man. You know what I'm saying? So don't call yourself that. You know what I'm saying? Call yourself a man. Call yourself a winner. You know what I'm saying? Call yourself the head and not the tail. You know what I'm saying? Don't. Because if you say you're a minority, you're calling yourself the tail right now. You know, don't do that. And see, we've been doing that for years because we've been listening to what somebody else say. You can't, you can't do that. Mm-mm. And you know, like I said, it, it just, I looked at some old look like stuff about when slavery ended. And you know, people say, well, man, they got their slaves, they got their slave mentality. But I'm gonna be honest with you. They right. Like. Cause when I seen it, like they had some interviews of some slaves that were like in the hundred something years old back in 1970s. And they was about like, they was like maybe next year, next few months, they, they had died. But before they died, they was on their deathbed. They was talking, they were slaves, they were children. And they was like, you know, like they were just letting people know like the time, it might've it might been seven, it might've been like 60s, like in the 60s. No, no, I take that back. I take that back. It was the 50s. It was like 51 or 52. And people had recorded because the recordings was on records. Like they were spinning the records and playing the people's interviews. And they was using the recording. It was on, it was a documentary that was on, on, on it's on YouTube, matter of fact. I forgot what it's called, it's on YouTube. And the slave people was just talking. They were children when they and when they got free, but they were slaves. And man, it just, it just, it was just sad. Like, I ain't even talk about it because it's just sad. Like. And then they 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 explained that when they got freed, they said, man, they was one guy said his mama was paying a dollar a month to stay in this house this this uh white lady had and on the farm. And he said, man, we just was getting by. He said we were just barely getting by. And I, when he said that word, this was a slave. This dude was a kid. He's a slave as a kid. He said we were just barely we just we just was getting by. I remember, man. I heard some people saying that when I was a kid. 
we just getting by. Man, that's that same talk. That's that same talk. And see, like, when you talking like that, 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 that talk, that, that's the same negative talk they was talking. How in the world, 1980s, somebody's still talking like that? Man, you see what I'm saying? But it's, it, it's what you heard when you was a kid. So he just kept talking like that. And people today still be saying what that slave I heard on that documentary said. Man, we just getting by. Man, you can't be talking like that, man. That woe is me and all that. Man, we can't be talking like that, man. Mm-mm. I mean, it, it, you know, I'm just saying, like, you know, that's something to think about, you know what I'm <laughs> Not for real. No, for real. It's, it's astounding that you said that. Like, it's true. We, we do oftentimes accept the labels that are put on us. And we accept that as a reality, as our reality, and we constantly speak these things over ourselves when we don't have to. So, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. A person just got to analyze what you're saying, because what you're saying last year, what you're having this year, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to speak completely positive. Like, you got to talk completely good. All that negativity stuff, person got to leave that alone. Got to get off. I don't care what it's looking like. You get The only way it's going to get better is when you start talking better. It's going to always stay bad if you talk bad. So you know how, how you'll catch, and I mean, not talking about women, but you know how sometimes you'll catch a female like that. She just negative, negative. Dudes be like that too, of course. And she just be negative, negative, negative. But see, that same negativity she's speaking, she got kids, they soaking that in their ears. So then the, they act, they say the same, they say the same stuff and be negative, negative. And don't know, and they, they, they wondering why it ain't you ain't gonna never go nowhere. Cause see, now I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna just go, cause I ain't trying to be, be, be preaching this, huh? I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just God's man. But re remember this, remember this. God said he made us in his likeness and his image. God is a creator. We are creators. And he said, he spoke this into existence and spoke that into existence. Well, see, over your own life and over your children's life, you speaking into existence. That's why you hear everybody heard this. You tell a child, uh, you can be just like your daddy, good for nothing, nothing. And then guess what? He ended up being like him because you spoke that. Like people used to say, I got, I got sons. Like, they used to be, when they were little baby, they'd be like, when I, uh, they was three and four. Oh, uh, uh, them, uh, them boys is bad. Oh, I said, no, they not bad. They just need a whooping. Them good boys. I got good boys. They just need a little spanking every now and then. That's it. You never call your children bad. No, don't do that. They just need a little discipline. Them good children. And if you call them good, they're going to be good. But if you call them bad and he just low down, he a little devil. He a little demon. Well, when he get out here, get the robbing folks, and carjacking folks, you, you the one did it. Now, you ain't going to think you did, but you did. Because, see, we made in God's likeness and image. And like you say in the Bible, it say, um, it say, um, at the same outcome, blessing and cursing. We're at the same outcome, good creation and bad creation. Man, we can't be sitting up here creating bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of this stuff, man, from these streets and all these young kids, man, this come from the parents. It come from the house. It come from the house. It all starts at the house. And I'm going to tell you this, too. A lot of dudes that's out here, it's really, really, really crazy. The real shooters, psychos, just don't care about nothing. Why do you think they don't care about like, their life like that? They don't care about their life because I'm going to tell you something. A lot of black guys, and people in the urban society and men of all colors and creeds, a lot of time when they be kids, 
they might have got raped. And see, we not been talk about that. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, so we, you know, they 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 might have been neglected. They, you know, somebody who was their mama or daddy hurt them some kind of way. Uh, not all the time, but I'm saying may have happened. And it's like it's like it turns them into creatures and monsters. That's what it does. And it's like, man, it's like, you know, they have no outlet to talk about stuff that happened in their life. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, and I got, I, I got, I got uh, a person I know um, got raped by uh, his father's, his father's brother, and like nobody never knew. Like, like I'm talking like grown man now. You know what I'm saying? But the person always was like told off a little bit. And I, and and, and when, 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 when I was informed, I said, oh, it, it makes sense now. Now I get it. And that's why you catch a lot of people on these drugs. It's been like this for years, for decades. When you have uncles and stuff that be on drugs and dope bag, it might, it's probably something happened when they was a kid that they just can't talk about. So they get high. And see, like, you know, like a lot of times people are like, oh man, it's just bad. I hear these children, they bad. Man, the ones that shooting up and killing and all that, they the ones screaming out for love. They just want some love because they ain't never had none. And they could be 25, it don't make no difference. He ain't never had no love. He ain't never had no love. And we talking about, we talking about grandmama love, godly love, real love. He don't know that. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody in his family has done it wrong or, 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 or a girl that uh, mama boyfriend messing with her, she tell her mama, but her mama cuss her out. Go off on her. She wrong. You know, it's so much of that going on. And man, that, that, and then you, you see you out in the strip club and that's what you see. But but they you know and it's like they well I found something I know what to do now I use my body like when I, when when mama boyfriend used to give me some you see what I'm saying when I do him he give me some and it's like it's sad you know what I'm saying and I'm I'm not knocking those strippers because some people just strip they want to strip but I'm just saying like when I talk about this and I'm saying this when I'm talking like this come on man I mean ain't nobody got to raise their hand but they know I'm telling the truth though yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. Yeah, and it's like, you know, a person need, need like, like I'm going to say this, a person need closure on those situations or life is going to always be messed up for them. And I'm going to tell you, man, those scars like that right there, those are, those are, uh, those are spiritual scars. Those scars, them emotions and all that, that's internal. It's going to take God to heal that, but he can fix it though. Yeah. God can fix it, but yeah. it's going to take him to do it. You know, and that's why you catch a lot of people, they act a certain way about certain stuff because when a person move a certain way, look a certain way, like, you know, like I could be looking like the dude who was an uncle that raped the person and it, it uh, ooh, he looked just like it. And, and, and they treat you a certain way because they have not been healed in the inside. And you, you'll catch a guy out here who, who resents his mother and now he's starting to rape people, rape girls, rob, he just want to rob girls and do girls bad all the time. He got a, or he just in relationship with women, he beating them. And it's some, it's something about his mama grew up getting beat on or, 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 or his mama, or he resented his mama and, and he always be attracted to women that look like his mama, light skin or whatever. And he beats them and can't, you know what I'm saying? He, he got a problem. It's something when he was a child, but see, that's internal. That's all, all that stuff be internal. And that's why the streets be like they be. 
And people be wondering why, man, you got these crazy dudes, these dudes so crazy dudes, rock. But see, it's something, it, it, it's a child trapped in there crying out for love and got hurt and pain inside of them that they ain't never dealt with. And that's mainly what it be. That's 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 a, that's like 98% of the whole situation of the world. And that's what be wrong with it. it. Like I say, it's gonna take God to do it though. Like, cause see, I'm gonna show you, we we do a lot of programs and, and I ain't saying that stuff don't help. I ain't saying stuff don't help, we need that. But we do a lot of stuff, but it's like, man, it's gonna take God to fix it. I'm just being 100, like, you know, all this stuff. And like, like, like even, even like when you get to talking about the racist stuff, like, you know, you not, I'm not, I'm just gonna elaborate on this for a second because I don't talk about this. <laughs> but like, it's just like, okay, like, because you catch a white person, they'll say, man, you know, I grew up where I grew up and you can't even get mad that a white kid, uh, a Caucasian or whatever, 25, 26, 27, grew up in a good name. You can't, I can't get mad at him because that's where he lived. Now, the thing is, he only know what his parents portrays to him. He only knows what the neighborhood he grew up in portrays to him. So it's like, it's like if they don't really fool with other races of people or lower class of people or whatever you want to call money-wise, lower class, then he'll be like that. And maybe he ain't just like that, but he just don't know nothing else. So it's like, I said, I heard a, I heard a, 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 a African-American lady say this one time. She said that it's got to be, people got to be educated. And I agree with her. And, 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 and if you come across somebody that's not educated, really to be honest, if you're not going to educate them, if they'll listen, then you just got to give them a pass because you got to look at them as an ignorant person. Like, I do that now. I just look at a person, and it could be any race. Black, white, don't make no difference. Because you'll catch a, 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 us will be ignorant too. You know what I'm saying? We're ignorant. We are. We can't simply say we're not. Now, we got reasons being why we are, but they got reasons too. So it's like, it's not a, you catch a, like I said, a white person 25 years old, they'll look at it like, well, man, I don't know nothing else. And in all realness, you can't even get mad at that person. Because, I mean, if they don't know, they don't know. And, you know, when they say about, you know, like white privilege and all that, I mean, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I got some partners that's white that the police done real bad. You know, I was in the feds with them, you know, and I mean, and, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and, and I'm not going to say that the police aren't scared of a certain race of people. I'm not saying they not because they are. <laughs> oh, they are. They are. They are. And, and I mean, I mean, they got reason, but you know, when you're a police, you you need to you you got to be able to be a police. Like, if, if you know the George Floyd situation, I mean, come on, man. Like, this is my thing. Like, my thing with that is this. Like, I feel sorry for the police, and when I say that, I'm saying that in a sense of because, bro. I mean, you just messed up. I mean, it's just flat out. I mean. You did what you did. You got caught on camera. You just messed up. Like, I mean, it's messed up what you've done, but you can't fight this. What, you, what are you talking about? What was what, there to fight? What is there to fight? <laughs> That's not the fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I mean, I'm just saying like, and I'm saying this, and I'm going to say this. Vice versa the situation. A white guy coming to the store, black police, if he'd have done the same thing, I'm just going to have to tell you the truth. There's nothing to fight. There's nothing to fight. 
So in his situation, there's nothing to fight. And now, yeah, it's been proven that uh, 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 a certain race of people have been getting more time and they more harder. I mean, like I said, you can't deny what's real. I mean, you, <laughs> we can't do that. We can't sit there. See, that's the only thing with this, all that stuff right there is we can't deny what's real. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, and, and, and a person that's real of any any race or color can't, can't got to agree. I mean, certain things are messed up. And I seen this one guy, he's a, he's a Caucasian preacher. I, I listen to him, real good guy. I, I love his ministry. And he said this, he said that he was a victim of it once before. And he told, he's told the people, his whole congregation, he said, but I'm going to tell you, he said a lot of stuff that other race of people go through. He said, I have never experienced it. He said that. He kept it real. He said he never experienced it. He said, he said, I can, I went through it. It was harsh what I went through, but I what I'm seeing, what he was seeing on the news, he said, I never, he said, never. He said, man, I I can only imagine somebody, you know, being in fear because of their skin color when a certain group of people come around or, you know, police show up, you know, whatever. And then, you know, I mean, it's messed up, man. But, you know, one thing we got to understand, like, I mean, it's the world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, true, it's the world, you know? And I mean, no, we ain't, you know, we 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 as a, as a race of people, we are in a better position. And, you know, I mean, you know, we got better opportunities now. And we got to take advantage of those opportunities because people die for them opportunities. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying, like, I'm saying in the sense of, when you get three, four million dollars and you an artist, like, man, you can't sit around here and act like that just happens every day. It don't. You know, that don't, it don't just happen. And see, like, and the thing is, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm guilty of this myself. We as people, like, when we get money like that, like, you know, we, we are quick to scream out. Oh man, they they fingering the black man. They own the black man. But when we do have that opportunity, we can't mess it up. Like we can't we can't mess it up on person. Now if somebody come mess with us, that's different. But we, we can't mess that up. Like because when we mess it up, then it's like uh huh. See, see, we it's like uh huh. We gave you a chance. You still messing up. See, and see that's that's that. But see that just shows that. And I'm not putting it on us. I'm just going to say, period, men are men. People are people. You know what I'm saying? People are people. Like, you know, I mean, I mean, we know who do the most crooked business in this world in America. Right. We know who the, we know who the biggest gang in America is. And it ain't what people would think. It's not who people think. Well, we know. You and I know who the biggest, who really make the world go round. But anyway. Like, <laughs> It ain't us. <laughs> no. <laughs> you got to go to that White House out there. That's where the crooked business is going down. Okay. Yeah, but this is my thing. This is my thing, though. But see, see, and I tell my cousin this, maybe they be getting on me about this, but I just be sad. Like, bro, if we if we would have been over here first and had these resources, because that's what, that's what fuels this whole thing. You know, the, the wood, the tar, the water, the vegetation, the field. You know, you had to be over here first to get that and put claims on that, the land. 
because the land got the resource. The gold is in the in the land. It's in the ground. So if you put the put the put the clamps on the oil and all that over here first, oh man, then you popping. But the thing is, man, I mean, come on, man, like we're 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 we weren't here first like that. I mean, we helped build it. We did. We did, but you know where we was at when we was building it. Right. So when we got a, when them people let us free, I mean, hey, we didn't have nothing. And they had like, they had been here since the 1700s and half of the 1800s, all the way to 60, 67 or 68, 1767, 1867. So is let's say they've been here since the 1700s, 1717, stuff like that. So they got a major jump. So listen, whoever got this is going to be in control. So us trying to be in control of something, I mean, we can strive for the best we can be. But I mean, it, 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 like I would think, I would think, I would think that if somebody, black, purple, green, I don't care who you was, if you got the money and you lose your, you lose the control, I'm going to think something wrong with you. I mean, I'm going to think it. <laughs> I'm going to think something wrong with you. So I'm not going to expect you. I can't expect you to just say, oh, man, here go half of what y'all did. And I, I can't expect that. So usually, like, like me, you just said, this is the real world. So we just got to, like, when we get that opportunity to get that three, four million, man, we got to, we, we got to hold on to that. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I be saying. That's real. Yeah, though. if you got a good job, you you know, and you, you know, one of us, you got a good job, you you gotta hold on to that. You gotta, you gotta work that. You know what I'm saying? Because it just don't happen every day like that. And I, I'm gonna say this right quick. My thing is I, I I don't like to get in the race thing, period. I don't, me personally, I don't because I I I I I have, you know, brothers of all creeds and backgrounds i don't get into that you know i just i'm in i'm in a, i'm in a, uh, uh uh if you want to race some i'm in the god race you know i'm in the god category you know what i'm saying i ain't yeah i'm not i ain't with all that i'm just staying blessed man you know what i'm saying <laughs> well i really appreciate you coming on and just expounding on so much um and taking the time out of your schedule like i, I really appreciate it this has been this has been dope thank you yeah and I, I i look forward to working with you again i look forward to making this a in-person session because this has been everything so yes definitely definitely <laughs> all right well look man you had you a blessed day thank you i definitely will now <laughs> But saying to you, and, and thank you for everyone who um, has supported and everyone that shared when I was dropping a promotion for this, everyone that's tuning in now and listening, I appreciate it. I appreciate the streams and the support. It means everything. Till next time.